Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. I am so excited for today's episode because we are diving into module 7 of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0 and today I am going to walk you through the exact process that you can use to consciously change your mind. So if you are new here, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. You do not need to press stop. You do not need to go back and listen to the modules of this podcast program in order. I would highly recommend that you listen to all of the modules because they are jam-packed with the most valuable information and content to help you really create massive transformation within your life. However, this module, this episode on its own is incredibly transformational. So hopefully this piques your curiosity listening to this episode and you go back and listen to the other modules. I'll actually link them in the show notes. And if you have already listened to all of the other modules, you are now over halfway through this program and we are really picking up the pace. So module six was all about me showing you how your thoughts, your belief, your internal state of consciousness creates your reality. So if you think back, we talked about neuroplasticity and the fact that we can actually create new neural connections, new neural pathways in our brains in the matter of three weeks. All it takes is three weeks to begin to turn off old neural connections and create new neural connections. So it can happen so much faster than I ever imagined was possible before I learned about this. And yes, it is possible to change. It is possible to change your mind. Our brains are very malleable. They are constantly pruning themselves, if you will. They're looking at, okay, what neural connections is she using all the time? I'm going to allocate more resources to those connections and what ones is she not using as often? I'm going to take resources away from those. So with neuroplasticity, we saw that we can create these new neural connections and neural pathways. We also talked about how it is that our thoughts actually create our reality on multiple levels through the power of our observation on the universal level with the way that atoms are 
designed, right? With an atom being 99.999% energy. And that's where the sayings that you often hear, we are all energy, where your focus goes, energy flows. What you focus on expands. That's where those sayings come from. So if you have not listened to module six, please go back after you're done listening to this module and listen to module six because your mind is going to be blown. But we talked about the power of observation and how our focus, our attention, our observation creates reality on an energetic universal level. We talked about the RAS, the reticular activating system within our brain and how it filters information based on our internal state of consciousness, based on our thoughts and our beliefs and how that creates our reality. And we talked about psychology and how on a psychological level, we will always act in alignment with our identity, our thoughts, and our beliefs. So in order to change our reality, change the reality we're experiencing, we have to change our mind because our thoughts and our beliefs, our identity, and our internal state of consciousness, all those things make up our internal state of consciousness. That serves as the foundation for which our reality is created. So if you think back to module four, I believe it was, when I talked about the hierarchy of change, We had spirit at the very top level, then identity, then mindset, which is our values and beliefs. And so if you want to change your mind, it's much easier to change your mind when your identity is in alignment with the changes that you're trying to make because identity is above beliefs and values or above mindset in the hierarchy. And if you remember, the hierarchy creates a trickle-down effect. So we want to start at the top and work our way down and then we're not relying on willpower. We're not relying on motivation. We're aligning all of these levels with what we truly desire, with our vision, with what we desire to create, with the person we desire to be. So that's why we talked about identity first and that was module five. Then we dove into, okay, mindset, our beliefs, our values, how do our thoughts create a reality? Now we're diving into how do we actually change our mind? How do we release thoughts and beliefs that are not serving us, that are not creating the reality that we desire? And how do we adopt new beliefs that are in alignment with the reality that we desire to create? So there are various ways that we can change our mind and they're really split into two different categories. We can change our mind through techniques that access the subconscious and we also can change our mind through techniques that are used on the conscious level. Today we're really going to be talking about how we change our mind on the conscious level. However, I wanted to just touch on some of the tools that you can utilize to really access your subconscious and change your mind on a subconscious level without bringing things into your conscious awareness. So some of the techniques that you can use or the tools that you can use to access your subconscious and to change beliefs 
on the subconscious level without bringing them into your full conscious awareness are meditation, breath work, EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping. There's time techniques. There is hypnosis, subliminals. These techniques are all really designed to access the subconscious. And I actually am certified to teach meditation, to teach breath work. I also am working on my certification for EFT and some of these other techniques because I want to be able to help you change your mind, not just on the conscious level, but on the subconscious level as well. Because if we can utilize both the subconscious and the conscious, we're going to change our minds so much faster. So I've already created a couple of meditations that you can go listen to and I will link those in the show notes. One thing about meditation, there's a lot of misconceptions about meditation and a lot of people are very hesitant to start meditating because they're like, I cannot quiet my mind. Well, of course you can't quiet your mind at the beginning because you've never done it before. Meditation really is all about training your brain. It's about training your mind to quiet itself. It's about training your mind to focus on certain things. And so you're probably not going to be great at it at the beginning because you've never done it before. It takes practice, consistent practice to be able to release those thoughts, to be able to quiet your mind. And so I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you begin to dive into meditation. I have found meditation to be so useful in helping me release subconscious beliefs and helping me to regulate my nervous system. And I will link the meditations that are already on the podcast in the show notes for you so that you can give it a try. And there are so many different forms of meditation. And one of my goals is to create various types of meditations for you to try and to have that on the podcast for you. So That is something to look forward to, but I highly, highly, highly recommend meditation. It is a form of training your brain. I also have found breathwork to be incredibly powerful for me, EFT, time techniques. I absolutely love these tools, and so I'm really, really excited to bring these various techniques first to my private clients, my one-on-one clients, my mastermind clients, and then here to the podcast for you guys to try and to just kind of wet your feet with and see what you like, see what works best for you, because again, if we can utilize these techniques that access the subconscious and we can pair that with the ways that we can change our minds at the conscious level, we're just going to infinitely speed up the process. So speaking of that, what are the conscious ways that we can change our our thoughts and our beliefs? Well, identity work, which we've already dove into, Shadow work, gratitude, affirmations, visualization, awareness. These are all ways that we can change our mind on the conscious level. I talked a little bit about visualization in one of the past episodes, but one of the cool things about our brain is our brain doesn't know real versus imagined. And that's why visualization is so 
powerful. It's because when we visualize something, our brain actually thinks it's happening. And so if we can convince our brain that something that we desire is already happening, then our brain is going to start to filter information based on the fact that it believes that what we desire is already our reality. So visualization is really powerful. I've talked a little bit about affirmations and we're going to dive more into affirmations at the end of this episode. I'm going to be diving into shadow work in the future. I have an upcoming episode that I did with a guest who I'm so excited for you guys to meet and listen to and we kind of talked a little bit about shadow work but that's something that's going to be coming on the podcast. So we're going to dive into a lot of this gratitude plenty of episodes to come on gratitude. So this is just the beginning. But what I wanted to do today is I want to give you a formula to really question the thoughts and beliefs that you currently have that are not serving you and to create new thoughts and beliefs that you can then use as the basis for affirmations and visualizations to help you start planting these new beliefs into your subconscious mind. So the first step in this process is awareness. And if you remember back to the end of module six, the homework that I gave you for the week was to simply start paying attention to what your thoughts, beliefs, and stories were. I wanted you to bring your Thoughts and beliefs that were probably unconscious because 95% of our thoughts, our beliefs, our stories, our patterns, our programs lie in the subconscious, the unconscious mind. Only 5% (laughs) lies in the conscious mind. And so much of what is running the show, much of what is creating our reality is hidden in our subconscious We are not consciously aware of it and we want to use our conscious mind to create change. So in order to be able to use our conscious mind to create change, we have to be aware of what is going on. So hopefully you spent the last week really paying attention to what are the thoughts that I think repeatedly? What are my beliefs? What are my stories? What are my patterns? that have created the reality that I'm currently experiencing. So once you become aware, then we can begin to examine these and we can begin to question them. So what we ultimately want to do is we want to release any of the thoughts, beliefs, stories, patterns, programs that are not in alignment with the life that we desire to create that are not in alignment with the success that we desire to have, the relationships that we desire to have. We want to release all of these beliefs and patterns and programs and stories that are holding us back and we want to replace them with beliefs, stories, programs, and patterns that are in alignment with what we ultimately desire to create. So I am going to give you a step-by-step process that I want you to take these stories and beliefs through to help you really start poking holes in them because the more holes we can poke in these stories the easier it is to release them and replace them with new stories and new beliefs that serve us and serve where we ultimately desire to go. 
Okay, are you sitting here listening to these episodes feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to make some moves? You've got that deep fire in your belly, that deep desire in your soul to courageously meet your edge, to create movement, to activate your next level because you know you've only touched the surface of what you're capable of. Are you ready to create the life that you've always desired, to embody the woman that you've always desired to be? Here's the thing, you know something is missing, you just can't quite put your finger on what it is you know what you desire is possible you're just not quite sure how to get there and what's holding you back you've been contemplating making a move and investing in yourself in a major way but you just haven't pulled the trigger yet you're excited you're anxious and you're nervous but you know in your gut that you're ready in my mentorship containers I'm able to quickly see the subconscious beliefs and patterns that have been holding you back from the things that you ultimately desire the ones that are so deeply buried in your subconscious and your shadow that you can't see them. Together we're going to investigate layer after layer after layer to expose all of the things hidden under the surface creating resistance. I'm going to help you bring those things to the surface to examine them and release them. I'm going to challenge your ways of thinking, being, and doing and I'm going to reflect back to you where you're being small, where you're dimming your light, and the things that you're hiding. And then from there I'm going to help you connect the dots to get clear on your next level and then support you as you take those leaps. I'm going to hold you accountable as you ascend. It's going to feel exhilarating, freeing, spacious, like a breath of fresh air, and at times, scary and challenging. My one-on-one mentorship and mastermind are now enrolling, but spots are very limited. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about what these containers entail, or just shoot me a quick direct message on Instagram at Lauren underscore Francois to chat and see if we're a good fit for each other and which container makes the most sense for you. So here's the process. It is a nine, nope, 10 step process. So step one is what is the belief? What is the belief that is not serving you? What is the belief that is holding you back? What is the belief that is creating something in your reality that you do not want to keep creating? Number one is awareness. Step two, is that belief ultimately true for everyone? Everyone is the key word here. Because you can't say, is that belief ultimately true for you? Because it is. It is ultimately true for you because that's the reality you're currently experiencing. You have to expand it. You have to zoom out. Is that belief ultimately true for everyone? Is it a universal truth? Was it written on a chalkboard in the sky that this is the way it is for everyone universally? The answer usually is no, right? Most of our beliefs are not universally true for everyone. Okay, so if it's not universally true for everyone, then it doesn't actually have to be true for you either. So the third question is, how is this belief serving you? Because the only reason we hold on to beliefs is because they're serving us in some way. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, it's not serving me clearly because it's not creating the reality I desire. You have to dig deep here. What are you gaining by holding on to this belief? And I'm going to tell you a couple of really common things that you're gaining. Number one, 
you're gaining being able to stay in your comfort zone. Not having to go outside of your comfort zone. Not having to handle fear. Not having to expose yourself to fear. Expose yourself to failure. Expose yourself to disappointment. Expose yourself to the unknown. Those are very, very common benefits that you are experiencing by holding on to this belief. So again, number three is how is this belief serving you? What are you gaining by holding on to it? Question four or step four in the process is what are the consequences of holding on to this belief? So what are you losing out on? And I want you to tie this back to your vision and I want you to extrapolate it out. Not just what are you losing on losing out on in the present moment, but if you continue to hold this belief, what are you losing out on a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now? So again, step number four or question number four is what are the consequences of holding on to this belief? Step number five, What's a new belief that's in alignment with what you truly desire to create? What is a new story that you want to tell that feels better? You are the creator of your reality. You get to decide what stories you want to tell. You are in full control of that. So what stories do you want to tell? What beliefs do you want to hold? What values do you want to have? Oftentimes, we don't understand or we're not aware of the fact that we get to choose these things because specific beliefs have just simply been passed down from generation to generation. Stories have been passed down from generation generation to generation. Patterns that we have, we've had for years and years and years and years, they're so unconscious that we don't realize that we can let go, that we can choose something different. So question five or step five is what's a new belief that's in alignment? Number six, if you were to go all in on relief, releasing this old belief or this limiting belief and adapting or adopting a new belief, what would be your biggest fear? What is your worst case scenario? And I mean worst, 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 worst case scenario. I want to, I want you to take it as far as you can possibly take it because what you're going to find is that that worst case scenario is either not really that bad or, and or, it's highly unlikely. So the next question, number seven, is, is that scenario even likely, right? So take it all the way to the very, very, very worst possible case scenario that your brain can possibly think of and then ask yourself, is that scenario even likely? And if if you're like, yeah, it kind of is, like it could totally happen, then you get to ask yourself, well, what would happen if that happened? Like what's the fear behind that happening? And usually it comes back to a fear of failure, a fear of feeling disappointment. It's just these negative feelings that we don't like to feel. But the thing is, is that we're not going to die, right? Like 
Even though we don't like to feel negative feelings, we can feel them. We are fully capable of feeling failure, of feeling disappointment and moving on. So let's not put these feelings on such a pedestal like they're the end of the world. Oh my gosh, if I feel failure, I'm going to die. Oh my gosh, if I feel disappointment, it's everything is going to come crashing down. It's the end of everything. Like that's how we look at failure and disappointment oftentimes. So take it to the worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario? If you were to go all in on releasing this belief and adopting a new belief, the new belief that you wrote down, what would be your biggest fear? What's the worst case scenario? Is And is that scenario even likely? Number eight, rewrite the belief in the positive. So Step number five was what's a new belief that's in alignment? I want you to rewrite that belief in the positive. Then step nine is infuse the senses. So our subconscious speaks in feeling and emotion and images. And so we want to infuse as many of our senses as we can into our beliefs. If you think about it, there are certain smells that bring up memories. There are certain tastes that bring up memories. There are certain feelings that bring up memories. So we want to infuse these beliefs, these stories with as many senses as we can because when we do that, we're making it easier for them to stick in our subconscious mind. So when you think about this new belief or this new story, I want you to ask yourself, what would it feel like for that belief or that story to be true? What would like that feel like in my body? What might that smell like? What might that taste like? What might that sound like? What might that look like? What might that like, is there a touch, a texture associated with that? And an example of this is an exercise we did at our Charleston retreat at the end of January. And I have a podcast episode coming out, or actually it did just come out. (laughs) I forgot when this episode was dropping. It just came out. It is episode 110. Episode 110. It is a recap of our Charleston retreat. But we did this exercise where we thought about various beliefs that we wanted to integrate with regards to money. And then we asked, what would that feel like for that belief to be true? If you had that belief, what would it smell like? And for me, I envisioned that belief associated with like orchids and peonies and the smell of those flowers. What would that belief taste like? So if I had that belief about money, what tastes would I associate with that? For me, it'd be like incredible food, incredible dinners out at restaurants. Like a lot of the places we were eating in Charleston, I associate with abundance and next level identity and money. Like those tastes are tied into those beliefs. What would it sound like? Are there certain sounds like music or different 
um, nature sounds or any sounds that would be associated with this belief. We're trying to, again, just make this belief more robust. We're trying to talk in the language of the subconscious mind by using our senses to anchor this belief in. So step number nine is infuse the senses. And step number 10 is affirm the positive. Affirm the new belief over and over and over and over and over again. The way we get things to stick in our subconscious mind is through repetition and strong emotion. Strong emotion is tied to the previous step, number nine, with the senses and feeling. This now, step number 10, is repetition. So you can write this new story, this new belief Everywhere you will see it, around your house. Put it on sticky notes. Stick it up all over your house. Make it the background of your phone. Make it the background of your computer. Schedule alarms in your phone to go off at certain times of the day with this new belief, this new story. And then your main job is to watch your thoughts and to catch yourself every time you are falling into the old belief, the old story, the old pattern. It's to catch yourself, stop yourself in your tracks and affirm this new belief, this new story that you are integrating into your subconscious mind. And that is the process. That is the process for poking holes in your limiting beliefs and creating new beliefs that you want to integrate. So it's very simple. It's not easy. (laughs) Well, it's easy to write it out. It's not so easy to actually implement it, right? It takes consistency. It takes effort. It takes your conscious awareness. It takes intention. So sometimes we think when things are simple, they're easy. Simple and easy are very different things. So this is a simple process, but it's going to bring up, it may bring up a lot for you. And that leads me to the last thing I want to touch on with changing your mind and starting to integrate these new beliefs. What I often see happen when someone fully commits to changing their life, changing their mind, and really stepping into their next level by integrating these new beliefs is chaos erupts. And this is actually to be expected. I want you to know that and I want you to be prepared for that for when you start doing this process. Most likely, chaos of some sort is going to happen after you fully commit. There are various ways that you can look at this. The way that I like to look at it that resonates with me the most is that in order to integrate new beliefs, we need to create space, right? So we are all energy. We know that from module six. On a molecular level, on an atomic level, we are all energy. And so in order to create space for new beliefs, which are energy, we have to clear out old beliefs, which are also energy. And the clearing out of old beliefs or old energy, once you have fully committed, usually happens rather quickly 
And it happens all at once. And it comes in the form of chaos. So you'll find that a lot of a lot of seemingly negative things can all happen at once. And a lot of times people will look at this and take this as signs that they're not supposed to move forward with the thing they're trying to do, with the changes they're trying to make. They'll be like, oh, this is a sign. This is a sign that the timing isn't right. It is not a sign that the timing isn't right. It is the old energy that has to clear out in order to create space for the new to come in. I want you to think about your closet. If your closet is completely stuffed to the brim, there's no space for you to bring in new clothes, right? We have to clear clothes out in order to create space for new clothes. It's the same with our beliefs. We have to clear old beliefs out. We have to clear the old energy out in order to create space for the new to come in. So you'll often see this chaos erupt. It'll often feel like things are falling apart, that there's a breakdown happening. And what I want you to know is that the breakdown is usually what leads to the breakthrough. So whatever is coming up is leaving. Things are coming up so that they can be released. So whatever is coming up, know that it's coming up so that it can be released and create space for the new incredible things to come in. But it has to come up in order to be released, in order to create space. And the process of that isn't necessarily fun, right? It's not necessarily fun, but it is slightly easier to navigate when you understand what's going on. So if or when you fully commit to changing, to changing your mind, to adopting these new ways of being, these new beliefs, these new stories, if you find that all of a sudden a lot of chaos starts happening, know that that is the clearing out of the old energy to make space for the new. Know that that is the breakdown that's leading to the breakthrough. Know that what's coming is going. Whatever is coming up is meant to be released. That's why it's coming up. So you need to release it. It's not a sign that you're not supposed to keep going forward. If you take it as a sign that it's not meant to be and you stop, what you're going to find is that the next time you try to do this, the same thing is going to happen. You have to commit and move all the way through this in order for it to fully release, in order for it to not happen again. It'll happen again at your next level because it seems to happen at every level, but it won't be as significant. Usually the most chaos erupts the first couple of times that we commit to these changes because the current reality and the reality we're desiring are very, very different from each other. As you do this more and more and more, your current reality and your next level become closer and closer together. They're not as far apart. They're not as drastically different. And so there's not a lot of old energy that needs to be cleared to create space for the new. But the first time, the first couple of times, there might be a lot that needs to be cleared. So expect the chaos. And then when it comes, 
even though it's no fun, know that that's what's happening and stay the course. You have to stay the course, okay? Stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. I'm going to repeat that a thousand times. You have to stay the course. So that is module seven, changing your mind. This is how we examine the beliefs that are holding us back, question them, poke holes in them, release them, and then create new stories and beliefs that are going to serve us in achieving the things that we desire to achieve. So your homework for this week is to utilize this process. Your homework for this week is to take the limiting beliefs that you have become aware of and to take them through this process and to write out new beliefs and new stories, infuse your emotions into those, infuse your senses into those, and start affirming the positive. That is the work. This is very different work than the kind of work you're used to doing. You're probably used to doing work that you can check off on a to-do list. You can check off the rewriting of these beliefs on a to-do list. However, the repetition, the affirming of these new beliefs, the constant awareness and constant choosing to consciously tell yourself these new beliefs is just that. It is constant. It is consistent. It's not one and done. It's not something that you can write on your to-do list and then check it off when you're done. No. This is a daily process. It's hardest at the beginning. It gets easier and easier and easier the more that you do it. So expect the beginning to be the hardest. But know that it does get easier. Okay, that is what I've got for you today. I'm so excited to be at this stage of this program. We've got module eight coming up next week where we're going to dive into this a little bit further and we're going to talk about the manifestation process and various parts of the manifestation process that are really going to help speed things up for you. And I just cannot wait. Things are really ticking now. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, please head on over to Instagram or Telegram. Let me know what you thought, anything you learned, any breakthroughs that you've had. If you've been struggling with certain things, head on over there and tell me there. Shoot me a message. Tell me what's going on. I absolutely love hearing from you. I love hearing how these episodes are impacting you and I love chatting with you. As always, if you found this episode useful, I would so appreciate if you shared over on Instagram and tagged me at Lauren Francois, and I will be sure to reshare your story. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. 
Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.